1: Welcome, everyone, once again to a brand-new show. It's the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. I'll be joined, of course, by my co-host, Royce. We've had a great week of shows. If you guys have missed the shows this week, go back and download all of them. All of them are great. And today we're going to cap things off on this Friday, uh, January the 14th. We're going to cap it all off with a preview for the NFL playoffs. So, everyone, get your pen and paper ready we're going to break down all the games. We're going to look at every position uh, from coach versus coach, quarterback versus quarterback, offense versus offense, defense versus defense. And tonight we want to hear from all of our listeners out there. So if you listen to us live, call 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. We want to hear from everyone. Or you can follow us at Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash radio. Let me bring on my co host real quick, Royce. Hey, Rodney, what's going on? Oh, I'm feeling good. It's Friday. We've had a great week of shows. We broadcasted every day this week. It's been wonderful. And I'm ready for some football come tomorrow. We've got some
2: great games to really discuss tonight. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're in a good mood because it's still cold in Dallas because the Mavericks is still ice, stone cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got it at the beginning we got to definitely right. talk about that, and
1: and we want to remind everyone, if you want to uh, see any of our coverage of any of the live games, we always write information about the Mavs, about every team really in sports. Go to rfsportsradio.com. You can listen to the shows there, see all of our posts, all of our videos on our YouTube channel at com slash rfsportsradio, and check out everything there. So definitely stay tuned. Let's jump into a couple of top stories real quick, uh, Royce, before we get into the NFL action. Big story, uh, we talked about this yesterday with Bill Ingram from HoopsWorld.com about the Carmelo trade, and we've been saying we think he's going to go somewhere. We don't know where. There was a New Jersey Nets deal in place. That fell through because the Nets couldn't stop running their mouth talking about the deal, so that fell through. Then the story breaks yesterday that maybe a deal in the works for him to go to the Knicks that involves the, uh, that involves the uh, Memphis Grizzlies that were sending him and Rudy Gay both to the Knicks. Now, we had Bill on yesterday, Royce, and he said that he thinks there's no way Melo's leaving Denver. He said he knows yeah, Melo, knows I, some of his people around him, and he said that Melo does not want to leave Denver. He never he vocally said he wants to leave Denver whatsoever. It's just the people that are around him want him to go to New York.
2: Wow. You know, uh, I always said that Melo would probably stay in Denver because, you know, even before the season started, rumors about him being traded. Nothing was done. Uh, If anything's going to happen, it's going to be before the deadline. And, uh, I mean, I I just don't see it. They love him too much in Denver. I got to agree with Bill. Yeah, and he
1: made a great point because if they traded Melo, just imagine what's going to happen to that team from now on. Oh, I mean, yeah. They're going from a contender to a nobody, you know, quick. You know, why give up Melo for, like he put it, why give up Melo for Derek Favors? Why give up Melo for, uh, you know, whatever other player besides the best player on your team? Why give him to, to the New Jersey Nets or the Knicks for nothing, And which is a
2: great point. Now, there was a story right, that came out right. today. We're, uh, we're, we're looking at LeBron James. Situation. Look what happened to Cleveland since he left.
1: You know, right. Perfect example. Yeah, they got stomped by the LA Lakers 112 57 this week. So you're absolutely right. That's an excellent point. Now, a story came out today. Melo did an interview with Colleen Dominguez from ESPN. And he said in the interview, you can go and check it out on our blog at rsportsradio.com. But he says on the interview that his ultimate dream is to play in New York. Whether it be a New Jersey Nick or a Ned, right. he has strong ties to Brooklyn. He he loves that area. Him and his wife both love that right. area. And he says in a quote, he says that's like the ultimate dream. At the end of the day, who wouldn't want to go back home and play? He brings right. up the point that even as a New Jersey Net, they have a chance to open up the new arena in Bro- Brooklyn in 2012, his right. home.
2: Right. Even as right. a New
1: York Nick, he grew up watching the Knicks. He wants to go back and play with them. Now, he went on to say, I don't know. I mean, I really can't answer that question. I want to play next year, and it's tough for me to sit here and say, oh, I want to play in New York, or oh, I want to play in New Jersey, or oh, I want to stay in Denver. So he's got a tough decision to make. Ultimately, right. though, Royce, what do you think he's going to do?
2: Well, you know, Ryan after leave Cliff Lee, he left Dallas, the Rangers. I wouldn't be surprised what these guys do. doing. LeBron James going to Miami. You know, and nothing would surprise me nowadays. So prepare for a big surprise, is all I can tell you. Well, whatever he does, I think it's going to be a surprise if he
1: decides to re-sign with Denver. And she asked him specifically, you know, if if you want to stay in Denver, why not sign the extension? Why not get your money in Denver and be fine? He says, I haven't even thought about signing an extension uh, with anyone at this point. So... And the right. Nuggets offered him a three-year extension worth sixty-five million dollars that he left on the table. So he got to have plans to do something different. It's hard to walk away from sixty-five million dollars for three years. So
2: we well, definitely to the well I think he wants of my money. I think he wants bigger money. You know, well, yeah, why not, yeah, you know, of course he can. Like he can. He can get what he wants. The matter right. is, where is he going to play?
1: All That's right. a big deal. Where is he going to play? Another other type of sports news today, we, we talked about Nick Fairley on Tuesday, about him being the real winner from the BCS championship game. Uh, he did declare officially for the draft. And even Mel Kiper, I guess he's been reading the blog, because he's got him number one on his board right now coming out, going wow. to the Carolina Panthers. So congratulations, Nick. You're going to make a ton of money. And hopefully um, they get the collective bargaining agreement done and you can start making a ton of money right away. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> you might have to call your agent telling, hey, man, you're to have to front me for a little while. But, but hey, Nick is going to go to the draft, and I knew he was going to do this after having a strong performance in that uh, B- oh, yeah.
2: championship game. Oh, yeah, it's went way up after that game, you know, it's how you finish, too. So he should be a, he, he'd be a wanted guy, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you mentioned the Mavs. Let's talk about them real quick because we do wow. uh, cover the Mavs a lot. We are the official online radio station for the Mavs. We're at every game. We talk to all the players. Uh, and let me give you some uh, stats from this. When they lost to the Spurs tonight 101-89, to it actually got worse than that at times. Almost a 30-point lead for the Spurs at wow. times. And let me give you some of the stats uh, from the game. Deshaun Stevenson, a guy we said they had to step up. Played twenty five minutes tonight, had three points. Mm. Three points. Wow. Jason Kidd, he played twenty four minutes tonight, which is around his average. A little bit less, really, for Kidd. Right. Uh, he usually mm. plays about nineteen, twenty minutes, but he's he's more of a role in the rotation now. He only had seven points tonight.
2: Wow.
1: You know, and then so these you got, guys uh, are sh- stepping up, right? They're not. These guys are supposed to be stepping up. They're not doing anything. Sean Marion, he played 30 minutes tonight, had 14 points. He led everyone in scoring, had a decent stat sheet, 14 points, 10 rebounds, one assist and one block. You know, it fiddled the stat sheet, but it wasn't enough. Uh, They did start a Jenka tonight. He only played eight minutes. He had two points. Tyson Chandler played 16 minutes, had eight points. And then you ask, well, wow. what did Jason Terry do? Well, Terry played 21 minutes tonight, had nine points. Wow. Nine, nine,
2: nine awful. points. Awful. Yeah, they
1: Dominic missed that. The, Dominic Jones. But nobody's Of course the, the rookie, he had 13 minutes and 13 points. Brendan Haywood played 20 minutes with six points. And Brandon Cardinal was able to put in one three tonight. Uh, and Berea had 13 points. Jason Terry only had nine. I mean, you cannot have players like this. Only one, only two players. I'm sorry, three players in double figures. Two no, of these guys no, are not no, starters. Dominique Jones, done, yeah. and he's not a starter. Berea's is not a starter. Only Sean Marion was a guy with 14 points. And wow. and think about that lineup he put out there tonight. Deshaun Stevenson, Jason Kidd, Sean Marion, Tyson Chandler, and Jenkins played two centers tonight. And you, wow. you've been critical about this team stepping up. What? What is it? I mean, Dirk is not coming back. misses a nice straight game. None of these guys are taking initiative to step up.
2: You know, Carlisle uh, has tried every formula there is to try to get somebody to click on the floor. Apparently it's not working. He He's tried every formula I can think of to try to get a good start in fire. He's not getting any production out of these guys. You know, right now may be try, time to trade some of these guys. Andre looked real good right now. Yeah. yeah. He looks yeah. real good right now. So, and even uh, our guest last
1: night, um, uh, Bill Ingram, mentioned that Steven Jackson would be a great addition because he'll be that oh, guy in these guys' faces in the locker room. You know, when they went right. to the finals, that guy was the coach, Avery Johnson. They don't have anyone right. on that team with enough, right. you know, uh, however you want to put it to get in these guys' faces and wield them uh to another championship the way that Stephen Jackson will the Charlotte Bobcats to a playoff uh for the first time in their in their whole franchise history. Let's welcome All on right. some callers real quick, Ross. We got someone calling in and caller, I'll identify you by the last four digits of your phone number, eight six one one. Uh you're live on the RS sports radio show.
0: Yeah, you well know, I'd say bring up Antonio Daniels, man. Good point. Uh- Good point. Of the, the summer league, man, he's leading the whole summer league in score. I mean, not summer league, but the uh, the D league Yeah, he's leading the whole league in scoring.
2: You're absolutely right. They need to do make some kind of change, and they need to make it fast. Daniels Daniels
0: played on all those old Spurs teams that used to give us hell years ago. Right,
1: right. That's a good point. That's
2: see a see good point. Think about that. He's a good player. Yeah,
0: they can acquire him before anyone else can because he's sitting there on their uh, – and he's their property really technically uh, mm-hmm. to get on track first. But, you know, the thing is other teams are already trying to sign him right now. That's why I say he's a good he's a good commodity to have on playoff time. And another thing, I wouldn't even worry about the regular season, man. I, I hope Carlisle – I hope he wins enough games to get into the playoffs because that's where, where it really counts. I mean, the last two years they were second in the West and, and got knocked out by teams like Golden State and and, and others that, that aren't really around right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I – th- I think the regular season, they need to get everything straightened out. They need to get a chemistry. If they're going to make a trade, they need to do it now.
1: Let me ask you real quick, Collin, because you sound like you're a mad fan, at least a basketball fan, if, it, if nothing else. How painful is it to sit back and watch this team – lose these games and, and no Koran for the rest of the year, no Dirk coming back. I mean, as a fan, I mean, what do you think is sitting back? Because cause while they're losing games, the teams that we're trying to stay in, in the race with are winning games. And you don't want to be that A.C. having to play San Antonio having to play the L.A. Lakers the first round.
0: Well, we've already proven that we can beat San Antonio. So see, the, way, the way I see it is, you know, if you bring in a guy like Steve, I don't think Steven Jackson's a secret. you know. I really don't. I mean, unless they could just run. If, if someone will take that injury, that, that contract right there while he's injured, that'd be a blessing. But I just, you know, if you have to trade any other pieces, you're not doing yourself any favor. You're just trading talent for talent. They've already got enough talent in enough spots. They just have some empty spots now due to injury. If they can't trade one of those injured spots, you know, they basically just got screwed because the whole point of the Quran butler trade was to give them a chance within that two-year bracket to, to go to a championship again. Cuban's always about a fast resolution. That's why this right. time around it's going to cost them a lot of money to prove to Cuban that a trade this time of year is going to end up with them to a trip to the finals because he's done this the last three or four years in a row. He always pulls some big trade blockbuster at the trade deadline All over the news, and then the Mavericks—you know—they've got this crazy team. You know, all the way back to when Antoine Walker and Jameson were here. You know, right, right, right. You know, even before these
2: two. Go ahead. Before these two guys guys went down, they were a good team. They were, uh, you know, part of the best team in the West. So they do have chemistry
0: was no chemistry with that team. There is no chemistry now because when Dirk's off the floor, man, he accounts for 30 points right there. Okay. Yeah. They, they lost by 12 points. The way I look at it, the team looks pretty solid. Everybody's got, you know, seven points, nine points, eight points. We're really spreading the spreading the ball around, you know. And then you got rookies like Dominique Jones stepping up that can score. Barea can go off the 30 at any time. You know, they're not that consistent, but it's just because they share the rock, man. We'll yeah, share the rock. That's a good <laughs> point. I think. It's a chemistry we, thing,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. This team had some chemistry going into the season. I mean, they did win, what, 16 straight games, 17 straight games, some number like that, and they had the chemistry then. And, and you're right, they can get their chemistry right back once Dirk has a chance to make it back. Uh, we thank they're you definitely missed, for your – go ahead. They're,
0: they're missing 24.5 a game.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: They're missing their MVP right. on the floor, man. So to lose by 11 points, you got to applaud them, man. That just shows they're still good. They're
1: missing yeah.
0: their MVP. Yeah, yeah you're, right. you're right. Let me call
1: in, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for your call. Anytime. Stay on with us tonight because we're going to be covering NFL, and I'd love to hear what your picks are. If you guys listen to us live, also give us a call, 323-927-2906. We're live Monday through Friday, 10 to 11 p.m. If you're downloading us on iTunes, check out the live show uh, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you can call in and voice your opinion and hear yourself on your iPod. It's the one and only show right here in the Dashboard Fort Worth Metroplex that allows calls to call in and voice their opinion, so definitely do that. Let's move on real quick, Royce, while we can. And talk a little bit about the Cowboys before we get into the NFL action. The Cowboys may have found a defensive coordinator that they really want to go after. Uh story breaks out today that they have been looking at going to uh, Rob Ryan, the defensive coordinator from the Cleveland Browns. And, of course, if you, that name sounds familiar, that's Rex Ryan's brother, uh, son of uh, Buddy Ryan. Of course, everyone remembers Buddy Ball. And how that rivalry started with the Cowboys. So let me ask you real quick, Royce, what do you think about getting a guy like Rob Ryan in here? He's a 3-4 guy. But what do you think
2: about having him come coach this defense up? Well, you know, Ryan, that's really not my first choice. Is this really the guy they want, or are they just taking a second and third? Uh, you know, but uh, they're they going to do it fast, and they're going to pick somebody fast. I don't know if he fit with this system, you know, but they're definitely going to get a defensive coach, and uh, they're going to get one real fast. So I'm not too high on the guy, but, uh, you know, he did a pretty good job in Cleveland, you know, and mm-hmm. I hope it's just not a Wade Phillips thing, his own reputation alone, you know, so we'll see. I don't know. Now, not, you know, Rob Ryan he
1: gets a lot of notoriety, mainly because of his brother Rex Ryan and how outspoken right, right. he is for the right. Ryan family and his dad, Buddy Ryan. Now, he is coming from a Cleveland defense that was ranked 22nd in the league in 2010. They allowed 350.1 yards a game. Uh, the Cowboys allowed 351.8 yards a game, so it is right. not really a big improvement. You know, All that, right, I'm not a that aspect. guy. Yeah, no. it's not, not not a big improvement in that aspect. And, and his background, he was uh, he did do a five-year stand at Oakland Raiders. He did win two Super Bowl rings with New England, but as a linebacker's coach, and, of course, we know his father did the buddy ball um, in Philadelphia. Right. So, I think the fans are kind of, you know, it sounds like a, what they call a sexy pick having Rob Ryan and right. like Ryan coaching right. the team. But his pedigree, right. I mean, looking for what he did in the Cleveland defense, they gave up just as so many yards as the Cowboys defense gave up.
2: That's right. That's what I say. I'm not really a high on the guy. I don't, really don't think that was first choice. But, uh, you know, the more you wait, the, the less thickens you have out there. And uh, I really don't you know, how that's gonna fit in Jason Garrett and you know, i hadn't heard him say anything about it. You know, how does he feel? He's supposed to be the head coach. So whose choice is it? Is this Jerry's choice or is this the coach's choice?
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, who knows? Who who really knows, but I, I'm not really high on this pick. Let me get some more reaction from the from the fans. Let me bring on Rick real fast first, I know he's holding Rick knows uh, just as much about the Cowboys as I do. Let me ask you, though, Rick, you watch the NFL. Rob Bryan is a defensive coordinator here in Dallas. What's your reaction?
3: And, you know, I'm not real high on a pick, you know, right now. I mean, the only – the hopes that I have about the whole situation is that, you know, he had a pretty good defense in Oakland, and, and you know, he did get some uh, Super Bowl experience when he was in New England. You know, but he didn't do real well in Cleveland, you know, and you got to put some of that on the coach, you know, but at the same time, he didn't have good players either. You know, it's not a whole lot of good defensive players out there in Cleveland, so, you know, it's it probably was a lot to ask the guy to do. You know, I know if he definitely comes here in Dallas where he's got um, a, a few more talented players on defense, you know, if he doesn't do a good job here, then maybe he's just not a good coach. I do agree with the fact that I think he's getting a lot of notoriety and stuff because of uh, what his what his brother's done. But then stuff like that, I'm sure, is giving um, some of the fans hope out there, you know, hoping yeah. that, that he can pull off some of the same things that, that Rex is able to do.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, why not try to approach some of the coaches like at Pittsburgh? I mean, I mean, somebody with some of these teams with some good defenses, you know what I mean, to rebuild a cowboy defense. Well, you know, why thing, not go to you know, something of that caliber?
1: Right. That's the thing. The guy that they really wanted Manuski, took that job in San Diego. I mean they've right. interviewed other other uh defensive coordinators around the re- around the league. It's apparently uh apparent that they're trying to go out to a three four type of guy. So they're looking at three four coaches mainly.
3: Oh, no doubt. And no doubt.
1: And, and the thing is he, there are a lot of defense coordinators that don't want to come here. As a coordinator yeah, you're I trying to find it. that gig that's gonna get you the head coaching job. And the only reason that Rob Ryan's out looking for another gig because they did hire uh, Pat Schumer as the head coach in Cleveland when he thought he's going to get a chance to at least interview or become the head coach in Cleveland right. under um, under Mike Holmgren and that didn't work so now he's looking for another job and a lot of coaches don't want to take a coordinator job when a, when a coach has got a brand new four year contract that's four years and he's not going to be a uh, head coach unless he goes to another right. team so. They're having a hard time. But my question is, you guys, should they open their minds up? Should they, you know, be open-minded to maybe even change it to a 4-3, although it may take a year or may take a couple of drafts, to get a better defensive coordinator in here? Should they stick with a 3-4 and find someone that can coach a
2: 3-4? And I ask you first, Russ. Uh, well, this defense, I think a 3-4 will work for Dallas. I mean, you have to consider what challenge is going to be there next year. Uh, are they going to make any trades? So it's really too early to tell what it work because one thing for sure, you're going to break down this defense and rebuild it again. Hmm. And, Rick, would you agree you think they need to
1: stick with the 3-4, find a coach out there, even if it is a Rob Ryan, or should they be more open-minded maybe looking at coaches that have worked in a 4-3 system? Well, I mean, I don't –
3: See a problem with them being open-minded to bringing in a, a, a coach that coaches four-three? They, you know, they should just look for a good defensive coordinator, you know. But that defensive coordinator is right. going to have to be willing to coach a three-four defense because that's the type of personnel right. that they have, you know. So you right. you got to be able to play with the the play, with players that you have, and and the Cowboys have always been a a win-now type of team. You know, they cowboys they they've never really been outside of that year that Jerry Jones took over. They always thought that they've had chances to win. They've never been a um um a real big let's build this thing, you know. Of course they had to start out one and fifteen, but once they got a taste of winning, they they felt like we are supposed to win. So they don't want somebody that's gonna come in and be able to take this team, you know, the way it's already built, you know, and go ahead and move forward. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you're probably right yeah, about who, that. Who, who? Is everybody going to be in place next year? That's the question. I mean, does Jerry go out on the free market, or does he try to make trade? I mean, what personnel are you going to have? Do you have the same defense?
3: Well, yeah, I'm sure they will have the same uh, defense out there. They have too of many of the guys um, under right. contract, you know, outside of the defensive ends. But then – even still, it's the you know the size of the players, the type of players that they are. You know, the players that leave, they're just going to try to fill in the gap, you know, with those same type of players. So I'm yep. sure they're going to stay with the same three four scheme. But y'all yeah. have
2: some holes. Y'all need y'all need some holes to to, to be filling this defense. Don't you agree? Oh, without
3: question, A bunch of them. Right. So yeah. do
2: you go do you fill those holes with the same personnel? Or do you go out and try to find somebody to fill those holes?
3: You gotta go out well, and find somebody. You gotta you go out try that's to right. find
1: somebody. That's why they had a draft right. and and free agency right. so you can make your team better as quick as possible. And that's what they gotta that's do. Right. But they gotta get a coach right. first because the coach has gotta right. you know they gotta consult with somebody on what kind of player to go after. They they gotta have a coach in right. place first before they start working okay. on the roster. You know, no time's out running out too. on that too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They need to do it fast. Right. Yeah. Time it's is it, running it. out. Cause it's, Pretty soon all the good coaches are going to be, you know, locked up or wherever they're going to be, Collect- collective bargaining or not, doesn't make a difference. you got to right. keep your coaching staff in place. You're absolutely right. Let's take a quick yes. commercial break, guys. We're going to be right back. We're going to start talking about these NFL playoffs and getting everyone's picks, everyone's picks together. We're going to break down the games from every angle, every position. You're to the RF Sports Radio Show live on our NFL Playoff Weekend Preview. Tax time is coming, and you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call on-time tax services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call on-time tax services 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time.
3: Calling all models, Models. calling all actors, Actors. all music artists, calling all comedians Comedians. and producers. I got a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paid gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to WeBookGigs.info right now. Okay. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal Twitter, Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about WeBookGigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to sign up. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. WeBookGigs.info right now. Right now. Hi, this is
2: Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdomencounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash Kingdom Encounter, Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you.
1: This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is?
0: It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based
1: system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile
0: phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011.
1: So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at lawapps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free
0: number at 1-888-974-6784. Uh, that's 1-888-974-6784.
1: And it's lawapps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages.
3: Super Bowl is coming. Don't miss the chance for your business, product, service, or website to reach thousands of sports fans from around the world that will be coming to our backyard in Dallas-Fort Worth. We have several Super Bowl shows and appearances planned for the biggest evening in sports. We have street teams available to get your message in the hands of sports fans. Don't miss out on reduced advertising rates for more bang for your buck. Email rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. See you at the Super Bowl.
1: We are back live. You're back on the RF Sports Radio Show for our live show every Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. We still got a lot of time left. We got about 30 minutes left in the program. So if you're listening to us online, call 323 927 2906 and voice your opinion. We're going to talk a lot about the NFL playoffs coming up and, of course, break down the games, break down the positions, and come up with some definitive winners. Cause we got to do our picks. We've been picking all season throughout the NFL season, so we can't stop now. We got the NFL playoffs coming, and people are relying on us guys to pick the right ones. Cause someone out there needs to pay a bill, car note, rent, uh, child support, whatever you gotta do. So get your pen and pi- pen and paper ready, so you can get these picks from us. Let me bring Royce and uh, Rick back on the line for our, our picks right now. Before we get into that, we have some reaction here on that. Um, defensive coordinator deal, and I'm getting some Facebook comments. Uh, Dwight Nelson saying that he thinks it will be a good look, in his opinion, having Rob Ryan here. But I think people are more caught up in the name, uh, as we were talking about before, and the actual stats. Uh, so we'll see. But they are hard at work as we speak right now at Valley Ranch trying to put a deal together for him. And Calvin Watkins is coming across on Twitter saying that he may just be a defensive line coach. Uh, He may not be the actual defensive coordinator. I don't see why he would take a a D-line coaching job from a coordinator job, but I think he's going to be a coordinator here pretty soon. They are working on a deal for him right now. So if that story breaks, we'll come with you guys live with that also. So let's jump into some NFL fair action real quick, fellas. First of all, I know everyone's expecting to – have a great weekend, uh, watching football, doing what they do. Oh, uh, yeah. Rick, how you spend? How you planning to spend your weekend uh, tomorrow and on Sunday?
3: Well, uh, tomorrow, you know, I, I, um, I'm going to go out and, and hang out with my little boy. got a couple of basketball games to play tomorrow, and then I'm coming back, and it's pretty much going to be football the rest of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be torn up with football. It's going to be um, as much football as I can watch. I enjoy watching the playoffs, you know, and it's, it's that term. It's playoffs.
1: It's playoff time. You're right. Royce, what's your hey, plan? I mean, you're going, you're going to be sitting in front of the TV starting at what time?
2: Listen, I'm I'm bucking down already. I got the firewood. I got the fireplace going. I'm going to have it burned all weekend. I'm going to sit back and watch the rain. I'm planning on going out, and I'm going to be a football fanatic. <laughs> No joke.
1: I plan to be sitting down watching everything, starting from in the morning uh, till we finally finish on both days, Saturday and Sunday. If you guys want to check in with us, see what we're doing, whether live or on our blog, go to rfSportsRadio.com. Stay in contact with us. We'll be blogging throughout both games on Saturday and both games on Sunday too. Let's take the first game on Saturday, guys. And this right here is being called. Armageddon. It's the Ravens versus oh, Steelers, yeah. that 3 o'clock game. Now, this game's got so much history behind it. It's amazing from players getting hurt, cheap shots. Both of these teams are always facing each other in the playoffs for the last few seasons. So it there's bad blood between both of these teams, and it does not stop on the football field. I mean, this it carries on off the field. These guys do not like each other 100% of the time. So let's break down this a little bit from position from position. Let's go with the the biggest position on the field and that's quarterback. You got Ben Roethlisberger for the Steelers, the home team. He's already got two Super Bowl rings. He's coming off a season where he missed the first four games due to suspension. Came back, has been effective. They won without him, they're still winning with him. And you got Joe Flacco, he's coming off with his third year. He's been in the playoffs before. Has made it to an AFC Championship game, but now he's hungry. He had a year that wasn't as big as the years before, but he's very, very good quarterback to be such a young quarterback. And even uh, is a young quarterback, but he has two Super Bowls. Right. So Rick, let right. me ask you first: if you had to pick one quarterback out of two, who you giving a nod to, Big Ben or Flacco?
3: Well, I mean, uh, certainly not a knock on Flacco because I think um he's he's an excellent quarterback and he will be the better quarterback probably in the future. But right now I would have to go with Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he's, he's simply because he's done it before. You know, in some way, somehow, you know, and I don't want to overrate him, you know, but some way, somehow, he always seems to figure out a way, you know, to get it done. He's, he's strong in the pocket. You know, uh, uh, defenders try to bring him down, but he's still able to get the ball off, and he makes fairly good decisions out there. So I'd, I'd have to go with Ben.
1: Yeah, Ben, Ben, of course, has got the uh, rings, the blue, but too, he's got the skins on the wall, most definitely. Now, Ben has had a little bit down over here, but keep in mind, he did not play four games this season. He's passed for 3,200 yards this season, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions. Flacco's had 3,600 yards, or actually 3,622, with 25 TDs and 10 interceptions. So, Royce, if you had to pick one of the other, who are you going with, Flacco or Roethlisberger?
2: I, I got to go with Ben. He, he's one of the hardest quarterbacks in, in the NFL to, to bring down. Period. You just can't put a hand on him. You have to really wrap him up and bring him down. And I got to get a nod to him. And, and, and the guy is a very good passer. And it's just something about Pittsburgh. When they when they when they get on the big stage, they always find a way to win. And Ben is proving that time after time. So I got to get a nod to Ben. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I like Ben too. Ben's got the skins on the walls, He's got the Super Bowl rings. He's been there. He's done that. He's come back from, you know, the offseason that he's had, missing the four games, and really has been showing some kind of resolve for their team to where they really believe in him. Like Rick said, though, I think Flacco's going to be a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But Ben has been there and done that, so i got to give the nod to Ben uh, over Flacco. Now let's look at the offense as a whole. Uh, the offense total, uh, they're averaging, the Ravens are averaging – three hundred and twenty two point nine yards a game, Steelers averaging three hundred and forty five point three yards a game. So Royce if we look at the offense as a whole, we're talking running back, we're talking wide receivers, Hines Ward, Anquan Bolden, Derek Mason, uh the receivers, uh uh the running back situation with Ray Rice and Willis McGahee, both on Ravens, and of course Mindenhall with the Steelers. But if you look at the offense as a whole, Royce, who
2: are you giving a nod to having a better offense that can move the football. I'm I'm kind of biased on this, and I'm really not a Pittsburgh fan. But in, on offense-wise, i I say they're about the equal because you got Antoine Bowling, which is added to the Ravens which makes them just as potent as a Pittsburgh offense. So I'm gonna I say they're about the equal. Offensively, look mm. at the numbers; they're close to numbers. It's, I mean, they're very I say close they're about equal. They're right. Very close right. to numbers. And Rick, if you had to take an offense and, and put
1: them on your team to go out there on the field to win this game. Which office you think is going to be able to move the ball the
3: best? Well, I mean, I would have to go with, with with Pittsburgh. You know, I do agree that they they are fairly close. You know, if I had to just choose a running back situation, I would go with the Ravens. I think they run the ball a lot better. Their ground game is definitely better, in my opinion. Um, but you know, the Pittsburgh as a whole, you know, they have Hans Ward, who is who's a veteran. He's been there. He's done it. You know, and, and they have um, an explosive receiver out there, too, you know. But the 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 person that bridges the gap goes back to the quarterback, and it's Roethlisberger. So, you know, that's why we uh, go ahead and give Pittsburgh the nod. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know what? It goes back to the quarterback, like you said, and I got to give Pittsburgh the nod on that. Although that Ravens running attack, having two running backs that could really run the ball uh, in two and different styles, Helps. Yeah, it helps a lot. Right.
2: Uh,
1: although, uh, we should mention that Ray Rice, there's a report coming out today that he's sick. It says he's been throwing up all day at the team hotel. So, who knows how effective he's really going to be next week. Uh, but, you know, they still got with McGahee. Of course, he got knocked out in the last playoff right. game. Uh, but he's going to come back and he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. So, if you look at it in that dynamic, you got to get a rushing into the Ravens, pass into the Steelers with uh, Roethlisberger. So, it's the even,
2: like Roy it's about an even thing to me. As a pretty much. But you one. remember that bowling. bowling boy? He 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 he's a bad boy. Yeah, mean, yeah, he is. He yeah, has, absolutely he right. is it, it is time to shine. I do believe he was shining in this game.
1: And you know you what? Know, right. really been been Smith, they have too. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And and Derek Mason, the veteran. So right. you know they got a right. great receiving call. It's gonna be right. it's gonna be a good matchup on offensive wise. Now, the big question in this game is gonna be the defense. Now,
3: yes, sir. Uh,
1: statistically, the Steelers have a better defense. They're only giving up two hundred seventy six point eight yards a game. Ravens are giving up three eighteen point nine. But if you saw that game against the Chiefs last week, you can you gotta say the Ravens defense is on point the way they're playing right now, the way they hit everyone. They only allowed the Chiefs to score one touchdown in the first quarter of the game and shut them down for the rest of the game. And that was on the road. And they're going on the road against Pittsburgh, a team they played a lot, but they can they can still beat that team. They beat them October 3rd, 17-14. So my question to you, Rick, is if you had to pick a defense, who are you going to go with? I mean, that's a toss-up to me.
3: Defenses are fairly close, you know. I mean, of course, I take the the Steelers' defensive line, but as far as the secondary and the linebackers, I would have to go with the Ravens. So, you know, overall, I would have to take uh, the Ravens. And, you know, the thing that I think makes the difference here is that the Ravens is like that well-doored machine, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that car has been out on the highway. And the Steelers coming off this bye, you know, yes, they did get the rest, you know, but they're going to have a few cobwebs that they're going to need to shake off. They might have gotten a little bit more healthy. But the, Raiders, the Ravens have been out there running, you know, and I think their machine is just going to be going a lot better.
1: And, Royce, if you had to
2: go to the defense, who you like in this game? Well, look, you got Ray Lewis on one side. You got Palomaro on the other. That's the two equalizers right there. So I'd say they're about equal. I don't, do, I don't believe it's going to be the defense. I think it's going to be the offensive line. In terms of this game, which offensive line can protect their quarterback and get him a chance to win and go win? I don't think it's on the defense. i said they're about equal on defense, But you, you do have Ray Lewis, Paul Amaro, two of the best linebackers, in three. Oh yeah, man, James league. Harrison. right? Right. You know, right, you, got, you got you got you got you got some nasty players Woodson,
1: on both sides of the right, ball. Right.
2: Woodson. Right.
1: Yeah, you right, you right, got well, right, you got some nasty players on both right, sides of the ball, but right. So it's I, an offensive I, I, line. Yeah, offense line is going to be the be. biggest thing, you know. Right. But I've got to yeah. give the, I've got to give the nod to the Ravens. Ravens, honestly, guys, are my pick to make it out the AFC. So I got to ride with them in this game. I'm gonna pick the Ravens to win. Although I think you know the offense is better for for the Steelers, but I think the way that defense played and with Ed Reed, the the heavy heart that he's playing with right now, the defense is rallying around him. Right. And and the Ravens are one of those teams where. They don't need the offense to win the game. They do not need the offense to win Truth. the game. They won a Super Bowl on defense
2: right. alone. Right. So I'm gonna Steven give a nod too. to,
1: the, right, right. I'm gonna give
3: a nod to the Ravens. Rick, who are you picking this game? I'm going with the Ravens. You know, and, and one thing I wanted to say is, Royce brought it up. You know that Troy Parmalo, he's probably the best safety in the game. You know, right. but then when you think about it, on the Ravens end, Ed Reed, he's probably right. number two. And they have Ray Lewis out there in the linebacker right. with Terrell Suggs, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna go with the Ravens and, and their defense out there. Hey, Roy, who you picking this game? I'm gonna ride that
2: bird too. I'm going with the Ravens. I like. i This is personal for me. I want the Ravens to win. <laughs> 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 I didn't know you didn't. I didn't know you didn't like the Steelers, man. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not. Nah. I, I'm like you would watch the Redskins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord, that's bad, then. Right. I know. That's bad. That's, bad. that's bad. Well, either
1: way, we all like the Ravens in this game, so go ahead and mark that down as a lock for a win. And I think we're in for an interesting game because the last seven meetings between both of these teams, dating back to 2008, the winners only won by three points. So it's going right. to be a very, <laughs> very good game to start off the, the uh, playoff weekend. Let's jump into our next game real fast on Saturday. And uh, let me pull that up for you guys real quick. And that's going to be the divisional game. Uh wow. Between the Green Bay Packers and the Atlanta Falcons. The Green Bay going wow. on the road. Coming a out game. for a, a nice win, a, a really, really good win. against the Philadelphia Eagles team, that everybody really, really liked. Uh, they're going back on the road to play the Falcons, who the Falcons have one of the best home records out of uh, anybody. They've only lost right. one game this season, and they've only lost two games in the last uh, three seasons at home. So they got to go up against Matty Ice and start with the quarterback. Guys, who you like? I mean, Rick, do you like what – you got to like what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He's on fire right now. But Matt Ryan at home is hard to beat.
3: Matt Ryan at home is very, very hard to beat. You know, and if I'm having to take, you know, just a quarterback, just in my opinion, you know, I would probably go with Matt Ryan, you know. But – for some reason, I think Green Bay is going to go in there and beat Atlanta this weekend. I really do think they're going to go in there and beat Atlanta. I think this is going to be a situation where you know history, um, the experience of the team, you know the longevity of that team, as long as they've been winning, you know, and and also I think the Packers have simply have a better defense than what the Falcons have. So you know, I'm going I'm going with uh, Green Bay on this.
1: Yeah. And their numbers are really, really close, too, Royce. I mean, if you look at the quarterback position, Rodgers threw for 3,900 yards. Matt Ryan threw for 3,700, but both were thrown for 28 TDs. Matt Ryan had nine interceptions. Rodgers had 11. And Rodgers, remember, he didn't play a couple of games because of a concussion. Went out early and won and missed the next one. And this team was one of the teams that went into the playoffs red hot. I mean, they had to win right. two games to get in. They did that. Right. They went on the road and beat Philadelphia. So let me ask you real quick: Who you like in this game, and what do you think is going to be the key for them to win?
2: You know, I could I could almost agree with what Rick just said about the Green Bay being, and they are hot right now. But I I, I think it's going to be the 12th man in this game, and that's the home that's the home crowd. If mm-hmm. uh, if, if it's close, I got to give it to the 12th man. And in the in the Georgia Dome, I mean, I can't see it. I, I mean, I got to go with the 12th man. I'm going oh, Atlanta. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs>
3: <Good night>. wow. <laughs>
2: wow. You
1: know what? This game here is going to be very very close. These teams did meet on November the 28th this right. season, and if you guys remember, it was a field goal to win by Atlanta. Uh, they won by three points. These teams are very very even. Other stats on defense, you guys know the Packers defense has been great especially how they were against the Eagles. They shut down Michael Vick, and they shut down Deshaun Jackson in the Eagles game. They're only giving up 309 yards a, a, a game. Falcons are giving up 332. And if I had to make a pick here, I'm going to have to go with the defense. In the playoffs, defense what wins you the game. And I think the Packers have got a better defense. I think Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. is hot. He has his first playoff win in his career. And I think this is keep writing his book, and he keeps going there. Anytime a player gets that first win, he gets that taste. He wants it more. And I like the Packers to go in there and beat the Falcons. It's hard for a team that had a week off going up against the hottest team in the NFL. So I'm about to give a nod to the Packers on this one.
2: Okay, what if Aaron Rodgers get hit? Well, it's hey, I mean run. that's anybody though. It's what if anybody? Hit that's it. right. I mean, he, I mean, you know, I, I got. I say that Atlanta front line is going. Too much. I mean, Ray Rice can throw in the press. He can move out of the pocket. But if they get to him, I mean, I I, I think he's. Uh, I I, I got to get an alternative. That's just my. I might only live by myself. I'm trying to justify
3: myself, even it's, though I agree with Ray. But it's I'm all good. Cause mean, me let me, right. let me tell you this. This is against my better judgment. You know, it's right, kind of reversed yeah. for, right, for right, it's right, kind of right, reversed. Right. You know, from Washington, but I don't like Green Bay, but it's kind of reversed right. on the reason I don't like right. them.
2: You right. know, I mean,
3: Green Bay, the fans that I know from Green Bay, they make it hard for me to like them because they're rude and obnoxious. They can't right. give credit right. to nobody else, but it's just the right. ones that I personally know, so I'm not talking about all of them. So it makes it hard for me to, to say that they're actually going to do something positive, but I seriously think that they're going to go out there and win this game, though. I, yeah. yeah, it's definitely anybody's game.
1: This is one yeah, of those the game games. If it came down to rushing, gotta... you had to get a nod to uh, Atlanta Falcons. What Michael right. Turner's right. doing, got over 1,300 right. yards rushing. But if they right. get, you know, half of that performance that they got out of that rookie for the Packers last week, I mean, that gives them a great chance. He had right. over 100 yards right. rushing, and he came out of nowhere and rushed against that Eagles defense. So I think if he can just get half of that maybe, then they'll have a great chance to go. We've got two more games on Sunday to cover real quick, guys. we got limited time tonight. Let's get into those real quick. And our first Sunday game is going to be a game that's very, very interesting. It's got the Seahawks coming off a shocking win against the, uh, the champion New Orleans Saints, right. a team that Royce, you thought, was going to go back to the Super Bowl and win it again. Apparently, uh, Burberry Street is shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Bourbon City <laughs> is shut down. The party is over finally. They can stop celebrating and move on to another season finally. But the Seahawks have beat the Bears before. They beat them on October 17th, 23 to 20. They won by three points. And that game was in Chicago. The game was in Chicago. So they've done it before. They're coming off a win after the Super Bowl champion team. I thought they would lose. They're a seven win team in the playoffs. So, Russ, I got to ask you first. I mean, they did beat your team, your pick this year. Uh, do you Me like too. them to go into Soldier Field and
2: beat the Bears? Well, you know, I don't know what to make of this Seattle team. I, I really don't. But they played like men last week to reach this championship game. they really surprised. I think they shocked the nation. But I, I, Soldier Field, I mean, the weather, I don't think they can stand the cold weather. I, I think that's where the advantage goes to Chicago. They're used to it. they practice in it. And I've seen them win too many games, and it's, and it's going to be really cold up there. Mm. I, I got to get a nod to Chicago. Yeah, they do play in Seattle. Yeah, they're playing, they're playing the Great oh, Northwest,
1: West. It's right. not like they play in Miami.
2: Where's you know, they, 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 they play in right. some weather. They play outside, too. Right. Yeah, they have to
3: deal but with, that's with rain. It's nothing like on. Chicago.
2: It's nothing like Chicago weather. I guarantee mm. you. It's nothing that's like true. Chicago weather. Right. So you like the
1: Bears to whole serve, and Rick, who you like this game? You think the the Seahawks shocking the world is going to continue? Is Pete Carroll, college atmosphere, is going to uh, do something in the playoffs this season? Are they going to shock the Bears and get to an NFC Championship game?
3: No, the college atmosphere stopped, and it was back in Seattle. You know, I I still don't believe in the Seattle team. You know, I I do give them credit for going out there and winning the game, but I do think. Seriously, that the Saints did more to lose it than Seattle did to win. I think Chicago will be prepared to play like I think both teams will, but they're going to be playing in a cold weather. Chicago was missing a few players the last time that they played. I don't think Chicago is just the greatest team, but I do think they're going to be pre- pretty good Sunday against the Seahawks, though.
1: Yeah. And talk about a team that's 79. Look at the quarterback comparison. Hasselbeck has thrown 12 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. Cutler's throwing twenty-three touchdowns and sixteen interceptions. So this this could come over, come down to a turnover battle if both these guys are throwing throwing uh, picks like this. Because anytime Jay Cutler throw, drops back, you gotta wonder is he gonna hit the long bomb or throw another pick? Because Jay is known to do that. And the way that uh, Mike Marsh has that offense running for the Bears, he leaves Cutler back there in those seven-step drops. They can get the rush in there. They can cause some damage. They did the same thing against uh, Drew Brees. You know, they caused a lot of damage getting in the backfield on him. But I, I'm like you guys. I think the Bears pulled this one out. I think the ride stops. And I think New Orleans feels even bad, even worse, about losing to this 7-9 team. And I think the Bears will right. pull it out and make it to another NFC championship game. So I like the Bears. They
2: gotta the you got to get it up Hester, man. That's true. My he's the x You're right. Sorry. I mean, a, he, the other and, special and, and, team has
1: been good, too. I mean, Leon Watson's sorry. had a great year, uh, special sorry. teams, but he's not Devin Hester. Devin Hester is a, a guy that could easily make it to uh, any Pro Bowl team and any Hall of Fame team, maybe, off of special teams alone.
3: So he's not Devin Hester. And I'll have you know, Pete Carroll has said, you know, he doesn't care. He's not scared of him, and he's going to punch him. Hmm. Um, well, that'll
1: be his mistake. <laughs> you
3: got to tell him, him be not playing mistake. Texas in the Rose
1: Bowl. You're not playing <laughs> Texas in the Rose Bowl, Pete. You're playing Devin Hester and Soldier Field. You need to remember that. You, you coach the NFL That's, now, buddy.
3: That'll be a mistake. That'll be he a big mistake. He did say he was going to punt to him. Devin right. Hester said, well, you know, it's okay. You know, they can punt to him. Some people just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of trash talk, let's get
1: into the biggest trash talking game I've ever seen. I mean, I've never seen so much hype about a game in the playoffs, a game that the coach for the Jets, uh, Rex Ryan, is calling the second most important game in Jets history. Of course, the first being the uh, the Super Bowl win by Joe Namath. But they're saying it's the second biggest game. Y'all yeah, have heard the back talk back and forth. Antonio Camardi calling uh, uh, Tom Brady out of his name, Wes Welker comes out and throws a shot at Rex Ryan yesterday about the foot video. That was the most classic one, too. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It really was the most classic one, honestly. But both of these teams are taking on the identity of their coach. So let's start with the coach on this one. I mean, they know each other. They play each other a lot. They did get beat down, you know, 45-3 to just in December, December 6th. But the uh, Jets have beat them this year, too, 28-14. So, Royce, let me ask you first, if you have to go with coaching, which which style are you identifying with? Do you like the brass Rex Ryan or the calm, cool, and collective? We do it on the field, Bill Belichick.
2: I got to go with Bill Belichick. I mean, the guy has won Super Bowls. I mean, Rex Ryan does talk a good game. He does make funny press conference, but I got to give the to Belichick. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to get the nine to Belichick if you look on his whole career,
1: but let's just take this season. You know, take what they've done this season. The Jets were on the brink of disaster at one point. They had lost two straight. Sanchez looked like, you know, a second-year quarterback. He's had a, a pretty bad year. He's got 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Tom Brady, 36 touchdowns and four interceptions, and yet these guys are still meeting for a playoff game in New England. So, Rick, You got to think that Rex Ryan's done a good job this season, but looking at both coaches in this season, you know, what coach you think has done the better job?
3: I mean, Rex Ryan has done a hell of a job out there. Give him credit for what he's done. I like his style a whole lot better than Bill Belichick, but if I have to pick a coach, I'm going with Bill Belichick. I mean, you know, say what you want about him, you know, all the good things, all the negative things, the winning the Super Bowls, the cheating, whatever you want to say about Bill Belichick. He's getting it done. He's getting it done out there, so I would have to go with Bill, period.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's, like I said, it's hard to go against Bill. I mean, he's been able to do this and, and and get his team the number one seed in all the NFL, best record. He's got He's got the team position to go to another Super Bowl and did it all without their best offensive player. He let Randy Moss go earlier this season.
2: Right. So he did it without yep.
1: his best offensive weapon. He got Brady, but you know they let go of Randy Moss and still were for to to have a great season. So for that, you know, you got to give it to Bill Belichick.
3: On he's playing, you know, on he's playing with work. rookies on on defense in important positions too, and they still fourteen and two. True, yeah. that's right. That's true. That is really true.
1: true. Now let me ask you, uh, Royce, Now let's look at the running game real quick before we make our pick. You got Ladainian uh, Thompson and his resurgence, but they still have uh, other running backs there too, and. Uh, ben Jarvis, uh, he's been doing this thing for New England as well, uh, another young guy. If you had to look at both running games, who you going to give the nod to? I, I got to give to the Jets. You know, that's the
2: Jets' offense it's run the ball down your throat. I got to give to yeah. the Jets.
1: And Ricky, like the Jets' running running game too, I mean, that's what they do. Yeah. They run the ball.
3: Exactly. That's exactly what they do. You know, I agree with the both of you. That's That's their game. You know, it's a little different for New England because they have a passing game, but with the Jets, running game runs their they whole offense, you know, have to give right. it to them. LT, LT has had a nice resurgence out there. So, yeah, Jets running game.
1: Yeah, and I thought was interesting, too, is actually the Patriots are averaging 18 yards more per game than the Jets, even though the Jets mm-hmm. run the ball so much. And right now, if you look at the polls, I mean, it's it's almost a split decision. Twenty nine percent are going for the Patriots, eighteen percent are going for the Jets. So now it's time for us to weigh in and give everybody our lock. This is the biggest game of the playoffs, the one everyone wants to watch—the Sunday afternoon game. So I'll start with you, Russ. I will let you pick.
2: You like the Jets, or you going with the Patriots? You know, Rodney, I I have two sons. one One's a Patriot fan, of a Cowboy fan. I did roll with you with the Cowboys. But they're not in the playoffs, so I got right with mother other I got, to, I can't say anything other than New England. And if you look at their record, they're like 11 and 2 in the playoffs. As much as I would like to see the Jets win, I got to go with a proven record. That's, that's New England. I mean, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick in New England in the cold. I mean. Too much in that space. So you well, you're picking
1: the Pats. No, see, I, I I see
2: see. I've seen the Jets play horrible. What Jets team is going to show up? That's what bothers me. I know the Patriots are going to come ready. I've seen the Jets be horrible this year. So what Jets team is going to show up, I don't know. But i, I got to roll with the All right, and Rick, who are you picking this game?
3: The Patriots undoubtedly have the best quarterback, period. You know, and their running games can be close to the same, but I would still pick the, the Jets' running game. I think New England might have a few more yards because their offense is opened up wide. Their offense is more wide than, than, the, than the Jets. Defense is key in on the Jets' running game, and they still get it done. You know, I'm going to have to roll with the Jets on this game. And I think that's more because of what I want versus what I really think is going to happen. You know, I think that 45-3 uh, to three or 6 or whatever it was, shellacking that they put on them, the Jets don't want that to happen again. And I think the Jets are going to show up a whole lot better this, this this Sunday. I'm going with the Jets.
1: Now, I, I should tell our listening public, if you guys have been listening to our show throughout the NFL season, honestly, I have a bias against the Patriots. It is a personal deal. I'm not going to make any if, fans and buts about it. It is a personal deal. But, you know, I gotta give it to the Patriots on one thing. They've been very consistent. They've been one of the best teams for a long time. Far Tom Brady, that's still a debatable issue for me. But I think they I think like you said, Rick, I mean in my, my football brand says you gotta pick the Patriots. They gotta they got everything, they're leading every category, uh, everything we went over they're they're right there. But in my heart I gotta go with the Jets. I like to see the Jets playing i like to see them beat them in Foxborough in the cold, and I want to see the reaction from the uh, riding public after that. So I'm going with the Jets in this game. Let's recap real fast before we get out there. Rick, you got the Ravens, Packers, Bears, and Jets. I'm going with the Ravens, Packers, Bears, and Jets also. And Royce, you got the Ravens, Falcons, Bears, and the Pats. So we'll, make sure you guys tune in on Monday. We'll be recapping all the games. Go to our blog, rfsportsradio.com. You can follow us as we watch the games on Saturday and Sunday. We thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys on Monday at 10 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio.
0: chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com. no purchase necessary Group. void or prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
2: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry